0: Welcome to another episode of Shades Midweek. We have conversations about theology, culture, and all things Shades. I am joined in the studio today by John Mark
1: DeRoe, no Jonathan. Yeah, that's right. We can do whatever we want this week. Exactly. We can talk about whatever we want to.
0: We have been waiting for him to leave, and he's just, been, he's just here all the time. He just never leaves. Never leaves. But... <laughs> Can't wait till he hears this. <laughs> but yes, he is away, and so John Mark, how are, I never get to just talk to you.
1: How are I mean? How are you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. Just uh, just another week during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, yes.
1: Well, do you want to ask me how I'm doing? Well, I was gonna say, um, I heard you got an addition to your family this week. For oh, those who haven't heard. Well, if you're going to ask about it,
0: yes, uh, we have an addition to the Brown household. Uh, Oxford, Lewis Brown has been welcomed into our home. Congratulations to you and Jordan both. Thanks. Thank you. Big news. Big news. Totally. He is a dog. <laughs> we did not name our uh, human child Oxford. <laughs> Although if you are named Oxford, nothing against that name. We named our dog that. We I'm have a fine lot of fondness it. for that name. Yeah, Ox for short. Um yes, he's a he's a uh miniature or excuse me, a toy mini golden doodle. So it's about as ba-
1: basic as you can get when it comes to selecting a, toy a dog. Toy mini Golden doodle. Yes. So is this thing like as big as a beanie baby or it's a toy and it's miniature. It's pretty
0: much a living beanie baby. (laughs) So he is two pounds right now and he's going to get up. He could be anywhere from like six to 15 pounds (laughs) (laughs) fully grown. So that's great. Yeah, no, totally. But see, I grew up with a miniature (laughs) Yorkshire terrier, uh, my mom did not want to have a pet. She fought us for the longest time and then we got this small dog when I was in 3rd grade. So I'm I'm not the guy that's like, "Oh, I'm not getting a small dog." You know, that's not me. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited about it and man, he's just gosh, he's changed our life so much in such a <laughs> short time.
1: So much responsibility now.
0: Well, enough about enough about him. There's so much I could talk about. I've been listening to a lot of puppy podcasts, you know, <laughs> have a lot of thoughts. But, uh, JM, what are we doing today?
1: Well, today we have a special guest in the studio as we continue our ongoing Meet a Member series. It's a great so series. So today we have longtime, longtime Shades member. Some jo- might say lifetime. Some might say lifetime. Yeah, he's got a lifetime. He actually has a card, a lifetime membership to Shades. Yeah. If you don't have one, we rarely hand those out, but he has one. Joseph Wolski is in in the studio with us. What's Hello. up, man? Hey, <laughs> Joseph. It's
0: good to have you. how How are you guys doing? How are you doing?
2: We are great. We are. Um, we just had a baby a uh, couple weeks ago, like three weeks ago. Uh, Congratulations! Four. Actually, four. Thank you. Uh,
1: a real, real baby. A real baby. <laughs> like a real <laughs> human. Human. I am a Baby. <laughs>
2: Um, so that's kind of the big, uh, the main thing at our house right now, but, uh, yeah, we're good. We're, um, adapting to three and
0: yeah. What has been the biggest, uh, change going from two to three? Um,
2: well, I feel like everybody always talks about like going from two to three. Oh, now you're, now you're outnumbered. Like, you, you, you're not, you're not, you are you can not uh, there's more kids than there are adults. <laughs> um, which is true but the main thing that that has been different for me is like um it used to be if there was fighting going on it was between the only two children and now and it was the only thing to deal with now there can be fighting going on and a separate issue of some other <laughs> child that needs your attention and so so yeah now there's it's just like you know uh, more
0: So thanks for coming in today, and we're excited for everyone to get to know a little bit more about you and to hear your story. So why don't we start at the beginning, uh, and you tell us a little bit about uh, how you grew up and how you came to the faith.
2: Sure. So I grew up in Birmingham. Um, I've always lived here other than when I went to college, but I grew up here, my parents' met well i don't know i guess they met here or maybe they met in college but um and yeah i mean the first thing i i guess i always go to is uh big family i'm the i'm the first of eight kids it wasn't Um, always a big family uh, that's true it started (laughs) with just me um but uh that's a big part of growing up um and being homeschooled so you know i think you can um those two factors usually make uh People make a, a set of assumptions about me, but uh, <laughs> and some of which are true. What, what are some of those
0: assumptions, <laughs> Joseph?
2: Um, but, but yeah, so grew up in a big family, homeschooled, very close to my family. Um, and very, you know, physically as well, shared a room with um, there were the first five of us all piled in the same room. As we, you know, as each was born and we, the first five of us were all in the same room and then eventually when,
0: wait, how was that possible?
2: Bunk beds, tri- triple bunk beds. Uh, so like, so imagine tri- triple bunk beds and then the space in between the bunk beds and the wall at the foot of the bed, there was a, uh, another crib size mattress for, um, kid number four and then a crib for kid number five. Wow. So, um, and it was just kind of, we were just used to it. It was all we ever yeah. really knew. Um, and then eventually, the two oldest, me and Mary Grace, moved downstairs to our own room and to a room that used to be my dad's office. And then we we split up a little bit from there. But I shared a room with Mary Grace all the way until I moved out for college. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah. So, I mean,
0: have you ever had your own room?
2: Uh, not until, well, before Mary Grace was born, I had my own room as an infant <laughs> and then I uh, had my own room in college for the first time. Okay. So yeah. Um that was that was definitely like I felt like I was experiencing something that a lot of my friends had all of all of middle school and high school. I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, it's just my, like no one's going to come in here. I can just shut the door. <laughs> um and it wasn't bad sharing a room with Mary Grace. Uh, but yeah, that was it was a new experience. Um But yeah, we were, we were just used to being it being crowded and crazy and people everywhere all the time. And, um, I loved it. I, yeah. Uh, I, I, I loved growing up in a big family. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think there's, I mean, I would definitely say like, you know, being that close in a, in a pretty small house, uh, grew up and, and homeschooling being with everybody all day, every day, mm-hmm. I think was a unique experience. Um, just grew up really close to not only my siblings but also my parents, in a, in, in a way that I think was was healthy and mm-hmm. um and that I definitely benefited from. Um, and we just had a lot of freedom that uh, that I think shaped me in, in in meaningful ways. So
0: yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how you came to the faith?
2: Yeah, so I've never really had a great story for this. I think I think I was very young when my parents kind of introduced me to to Jesus and faith and it's not like a moment I remember. Mm-hmm. Um my dad tells stories of like me being a like three year old asking them to pray for me and ask so like having a having having a very um being very conscious about it and, and like, uh, and it being a big part of my life, even at as as young as three. But I think, um, I was, you know, at the regular, like, youngest age that, that, that it happens to most kids when I was like old enough to make a conscious decision to say, like, you know, I accept that I'm a, you know, this whole sinner's prayer thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, and yeah, I, I grew up in church. I grew up at Shades Valley, um, and I can't really remember a time where I didn't have like a Christian community, um, being surrounded by a Christian community.
0: Is so Shades the first church that I, you?
2: I think so. I don't really.
0: It's the first church you remember.
2: Oh, definitely. Um, I think I was like maybe two or three when my parents started coming, so I probably went to Briarwood or something and, a couple times. And
1: mm. when that wouldn't have been here in this building definitely either. That not. was that was that.
2: Shades Valley High School, I think. Or no, bef- even before that, it was at a different building in Homewood across from uh, Dimitri's. And then it was at Shades Valley High School, and then it was over down the street from here.
0: Yes. Your parents, Grace and A.J. Wolski, for those, the few that may not know of oh, right. the <laughs> Wonski dynasty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, um, I would say it was a big part of my life um Growing up big part of what I was taught and my family um but then I think f- like for a lot of people, college is either a time where they grow a lot or or they you know they leave the faith or whatever yeah. um and so it was definitely a very formative time for me as well just being on my own and um and just experiencing that transition into adulthood um
0: so you grew up in in Birmingham and then where'd you go to college went to Auburn
2: went to Auburn at the uh, I graduated I, I did homeschool but I graduated at the normal time <laughs> that I would have graduated I uh, wasn't questioning that I know but some, but uh a lot of uh, you, you can't assume that anymore a lot of people are like graduating early or taking a couple mm. years off or you know well I just did it the normal way um and went straight to college at the normal age and um yeah so it was a formative definitely a very formative time for my faith i i um joined different you know uh campus ministries and mm. um explored that and uh learned a lot about um uh, you know just different schools of thought and different kind of denominations and things mm. and um i would say a big uh a big point of growth for me in my faith was in college, the Mormons started, a, a couple Mormons started, we're doing their thing, you know, walking around campus and asking people questions and starting conversations and stuff. And I was like, where I would normally just, you know, avoid them, walk around them. Mm. I, I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. I was like, I guess I could just learn what, what are these people saying? Like, what are they, what is their message? I'd, I could just know and rather than just not know. Yeah. So I was was like, I'm going to just engage them. I'm going to see what happens. And, um, I, you know, started a conversation. I don't really remember a lot about, um, what we talked about, especially in that first conversation, but it just led to, um, me meeting with them, um, at, at their church, uh, to have like a, a further conversation. And I was never being like, Oh, I maybe, I'm maybe Mormonism is for me. I was just <laughs> thinking, you know, like I've, I've been taught pretty consistently. This is not the way to go. What mm. they're saying is, uh, what they're saying, at least on the Auburn campus to the people that they know are mostly Christians is pretty accessible. It's pretty like it, it there's no red flags yet. Mm. So I'm like, mm. what? is this and why have I been taught this is wrong? You know, where I just was very interested. Yeah. Not knowing that this would, what it would turn into, but, um, you know, they're, they're saying all the right, you know, Jesus died for your sins and yours, you, you know, all of the things that are like, I don't see any, any red flags yet. So I, um, I met with them at they I didn't, they offered to come to my house, but I was like, I, let me just, let's just meet. I don't want you to come to. Doesn't <laughs> mean that you're at your church, um. Which is it okay to even call it a church? I don't know. I guess we. Should... It's okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but so we met there anyway. The long story short, it it really they started bringing up questions that I didn't know how to answer. I didn't know. I I knew technically, uh, that like. The stuff you're saying sounds a lot like um, works are required for salvation, but I don't. But it seems like you're kind of using scripture to back it up, and I don't really know how to answer that or how to refute that. So I brought that to I brought those questions to my um, my cam- the campus minister of the ministry I was going to at the time, mm-hmm. who I knew pretty personally, and uh, the those conversations is what really started make me see. Um, this is, this is what, this is why it's important what Jesus did. This is why, uh, like we, we use the words unconditional love and, um, and just through, through those, through the conversations with the Mormons and the questions that I couldn't answer and bringing those to, um, my, uh, campus minister mm-hmm. um and having those conversations with them and seeing it, it was just a a way of like bringing out these truths in a way that um that i hadn't really had to wrestle with before yeah. that um really was like a powerful uh uh time of growth for me in my faith and i just remember thinking and this is still true like even if i'm not this inspired um even if i don't stay this inspired and uh, in awe and um you know whatever the words are for it um i know that i will always have this time to look back on to know uh how true i was experiencing it to be and how powerful i was experiencing it to be so mm. um so yeah that was um in terms of like uh high points in the in my faith journey i think that was like a a really big um time where i you know i wasn't a hooligan in high school that had this <laughs> like big come to jesus moment but like mm. um i uh i think i did struggle a lot in growing up and in high school with um what i would look back on as as legalism um very just like well, we, we know the right way to do things and it's clear what, you know, and so why don't we just do them? And it should, you know, (laughs) you're obviously making the wrong decisions and you're obviously, so it's pretty simple. You just got to do the right thing, you know, and, um, huge lack of grace for, um, in, 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 any way, um, for other people and, uh, for myself. And so, um, I think that that was like a, um, a powerful, a powerful time in like, just kind of teaching me about, um, for, of, of God kind of teaching me that, um, about grace and about, about, uh, that it's not just about me figuring out, um, and writing down on paper what the right things to do are and then just doing them. But, but you know, Faith and life are more complicated than that.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. So, what did you major at, at Auburn? I
2: majored in computer science, uh, which is the easier version of software engineering. <laughs>
0: um, I don't get that joke, but I'm sure that's hilarious. <laughs> so
2: if you if you start in software engineering and then you realize you don't want to take physics and you don't want to take uh, like the really hard maths. Uh, and okay. you say I'm gonna do computer science instead, and so that, that's what I did.
0: <laughs> now I'll have that in my back pocket. <laughs>
1: Thank uh, you for that.
2: It's a bachelor of science, not a bachelor of engineering, so uh, it's it's just not as good. But I'm <laughs> I'm making it. I'm making it just fine with the <laughs> computer science degree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, made you move back to Birmingham after you graduated?
2: Yeah. So, um, I I kind of have always just considered Birmingham home, and Um, again, being really close to family and shades Valley, honestly, um, I felt like I had a strong community here and it was never really, I don't really ever, um, remember considering anything else other than just moving back to Birmingham. It just kind of seemed like the obvious answer. I do remember I went on spring break, I went to Albuquerque and I was like, Hmm. If I if I ever went anywhere other than Birmingham, I I could probably come here. <laughs> yeah. That's just because I happened to be in Al- Albuquerque and it was fine. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I've always considered Birmingham home and um felt felt a a strong sense of community here. Um when I was in high school, Jeff and Park had a what at the time was like a twenties and thirties a uh, small group. Um, and they invited me a junior in high school to come to it. And, um, you had to
0: feel pretty cool.
2: I did. It was, <laughs> I did. I really did. Um, and so I started coming and that grew and I eventually in- invited a couple friends and over the last couple years of high school, um, they started inviting other people that were younger and, um, it turned into a, a really strong community, even of people outside of shades Valley. Um, that, that was like a really, uh, a powerful place of community as well mm. for me. And so that, that continued while I was in college and I would come back to it whenever I was in town. And, um, that I think was like, uh, actually a, probably a big factor alongside my family of uh, something that definitely was drawn, that was drawing me back to Birmingham Mm. um, was, was that community. So really just the, the, the shades Valley community in general, but yeah. um, But yeah, so that's, that's what drew me back to Birmingham. I I think it was kind of an obvious choice for me.
0: Yeah. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about your work and what you do?
2: So, um I write software. That's the short version. Um I I now kind of help manage a team that that writes that software. Um I work for a guy that actually was used to go to Shades Valley and was in that small group f- when I was in high school. Yeah. Um So, it's all connected. Um but yeah, we we sell software and uh, manage it and su- support it and add to it and that's basically my day-to-day is like trying to figure out what's broken and what needs to be fixed and what um what we need to work on adding to uh, features we need to add and and stuff like that the software is uh we have a few different tools uh, and they're different tools for helping uh, investigators do investigations online concerning uh like social media data and, um, and just different different sources of like openly available information, kind of pulling them all into one place and and sifting through them. So, uh, law enforcement can use it, and uh, anybody trying to do some sort of like investigation of of someone's online presence or online community
0: or something like that. So, Joseph, if I'm like, okay, I want to see what's on me on the internet, you're the guy to come to, right? You would be able to tell me what is out there l- within a legal means.
2: Yes. Yes. And that is a, <laughs> a big part of it is that it really is just like all openly there's, we're not like doing anything crazy or secret or anything. It's just, it's all just information that's already there. It's just a matter of kind of organizing it. But, um, and can, most can people, can we do that at some point? I mean, I'm <laughs> actually yeah, yeah we really could. But, of- but I really I tell people this a lot, like for any one, individual you probably already know everything that's that's uh that's out there it's not like we're going to be able to find some i don't know it's it, it's <laughs> it's not like it's uh, not as exciting the, as yeah it's not really <laughs> as exciting think. uh especially on any one individual really where it get becomes useful is when you're like doing it when you're trying to like gather information over uh lots of people and get a general general information about like where are most of these people uh, located or like, I don't know. It's, it's like anything it's, it's pretty, uh, there's not like this, you know, magic, crazy, awesome button. It's just kind of like, it helps you do some work that's mostly boring, but (laughs) so, um, but it is fun. I, 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 I think that it's, um, in, in the software world, um, that, uh, Having a ha, working at a company that does this type of thing is definitely more interesting than uh, some other places that could have ended up. So I, yeah. I like it. It's fun.
1: Yeah. If you'd like to share with us, I uh, was curious, uh, how did you and Rachel meet? Maybe you could share some of that story.
2: Sure. So um, I came back from Auburn, started coming to Shades again. And oh, when I graduated, this is not answering your question. This is just more of a. <laughs> all right. Uh, when I graduated uh, high school at Shades Valley, I was the only person that graduated that that spring, like uh, at my age. I was the only person my age. I didn't have, uh, I, I had one other friend, but he was a year below me. And basically, the point is, there were not a lot of people my age at at Shades Valley. Not a lot of college people um, when I left. Uh, for college when i came back there had like samford had found out about shades valley and there was like you know what we now like call the college section of of (laughs) of the sanctuary where there's like 20 or 30 people that go to college that are that are coming to shades consistently so um anyway rachel was one of those and um and i think it was brad you you and maybe a couple other people started a um a bible study i was
0: definitely not going to bring that up if you didn't <laughs> for sure <laughs> i was definitely not going to insert myself into the story
2: um so brad is playing a big part in this
0: well you didn't um, have to say it <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs>
2: But, uh, yeah, we met at a Bible study for, you know, people our age, people in college, that
1: post-college,
0: and that a few studied. others. There, <laughs> there's Jesus, and then
1: right below,
0: there's Brad. Well. just want to give credit. I just want to give credit to all the small group leaders out there. All right? Overlooked. Um, I'm, okay, I'm done. I'm done. But um, but I can remember, like, I have an image of y'all sitting on the couch together, and I can remember thinking at the time, like, Oh, Jason, uh, Joseph and Rachel, that could work. Okay.
2: It's, yep. It worked. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we we had actually, technically we had met once before through um, through a mutual friend at at Shades Valley, but never had talked again. Uh, it was just kind of like, oh, friend of a friend, hey, you know. Um, and then when, uh, you know, and at that point in my life, you know, I'm like, I just graduated college. I'm single. I'm just, you know, I'm always, especially when I'm at a Bible study for college, you know, I'm like looking around, you know. (laughs) And so it was like as soon as she walked in the door and we had kind of acquaintances already, Mm -hmm. kind of immediately started talking. And, um, and then as soon as Bible study was over, you know, made a beeline for, for her again. (laughs) And, um, and that turned into a. Uh... Oh, and then right after that, like days later, we ran into each other at a concert, at a Mumford and oh. Sons concert, um, and that just kind of like solidified it. Like, okay, a couple experiences in a short amount of time. Like, I have, I it's like it's not creepy to send her a Facebook message. It's not creepy <laughs> to like start something up.
0: Right? Is that so, how? Is that how you? First talked to her was through a Facebook message. I think it was because I didn't have her phone okay, number. Okay, so that's how I first reached out to Jordan, and I get criticized for that <laughs> all the time. So I just I'm glad that we have solidarity in this.
2: It was just like my only connection to her. I knew her name, and so I had to look her up on, I th- yeah. I, I think uh, maybe Instagram too, but um, yeah. And so I'd you know download the Facebook Messenger app that I never used, so that I can text <laughs> this girl before I ask her for her phone number. Uh huh. Um. And anyway, so yeah, we. Uh, uh, ran into each, into each other at at Mumford and Sons, which that was, I, I, that was such a last minute thing anyway. Uh, somebody called me and said they had extra tickets, and then I called Jonathan. Um, we've never gone to a concert together before, but I just <laughs> I was like I don't remember why. Uh, he must have mentioned it that week or something. I don't know. Anyway, so me and Jonathan went to Mumford and Sons together and ran into Rachel and some of her friends, and um. And then started messaging. So wh-
0: where'd y'all go on your first date?
2: We went to uh, little donkey. Oh, so nice
0: dinner. Yes. First date dinner. Yes.
2: I was, I was at a point Pretty strong. Where, so I, I dated two people before that and I had gone the route of like, Hey, let's just hang out. And let's just go, <laughs> you know, and like maybe in a couple months I'll mention something about liking you. And then maybe a, a couple years from then we'll call it dating. And I, it was just like, you know, why do we have to define anything and why do we have to say, you know, why 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 can't we just be two people? And so and that's fine. Um, but I was just uh with Rachel, I was like, I am gonna call her on the phone and I'm gonna say the word date and I'm going to
0: I am an ask her to
2: dinner. <laughs> yeah. And so um and so that's what we did. We just went out to dinner to uh you know, after a week of of knowing her I think it was, yeah, whatever. A week of knowing her, we were on a date, and it was as you know, it was the first date. I was very uh, nervous the whole time, and she was much more chill than I was, um, and comfortable. And I was just, I was just nervous. But um, yeah, so we uh, went to went to Little Donkey, and then we went on a went walked down to the Homewood Park. And uh, ran into my ex girlfriend. Uh, oh. oh man! Yeah,
0: I did not, I did not know that happened. <laughs> yep. Um,
2: she was just like, "Hey, what are y'all doing?" I was like, "We're just just hanging out,
0: or just sitting here, or something." What a nightmare! Yeah. Yeah. What an yeah. absolute nightmare!
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. That is amazing. Um, and I think she had even seen us already. She had seen us at Little Donkey when we were eating, and you know. And then she ran into us again. And so yeah.
0: Wow, you're just everywhere, aren't you? <laughs> um, okay, so uh, how did you propose? Jump f- let's jump forward a little yeah, bit.
2: Yeah, sure. So um, I started house shopping um, a couple years, into, not a couple years, a, a year or so in, in, into dating. Um, I was just kind of like deciding, you know, I want to start. I want to to try and buy a house. But we had not started talking about marriage yet. It was just kind of like, you know, obviously we're dating and if this works out, then you'll be the one that kind of, that is in the house. But right (laughs) now, but technically this is just me looking for a house and, you know, we're just not going to try to push into that too much. Yeah. Um, but, uh, she, she went with me when we, when I went with the realtor and kind of toured around a bunch of houses and stuff. And, um, we we found a house we both liked i i definitely loved it and um you know it was it was just kind of a weird whatever i knew that i was kind of leaning towards um moving towards marriage but we couldn't really talk about like <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> right? whatever so anyway um i i technically i guess bought the house and um and when it was like getting close to uh we actually had to work something out with the realtor because i hadn't hadn't closed on it yet but i told hey rachel hey um let's go uh let's go over to the the new house uh this on sunday morning i want to measure a couple things make sure my couch is going to fit in this certain spot and and maybe we can feel it and like pick some paint colors or whatever and just like let's go Let's go over to the house. Oh, that's so anyway. nice. That's not suspicious at all. Um, yeah, and and it was cool that like it was gonna be in the house. That yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, we we did. We measured the walls. We went all, <laughs> this, all everything. It was a Sunday morning, actually, before church. Um, and so uh, we measured the walls and talked about paint colors, and then I just said hey, I have uh, have something important to ask you. And I got down on one knee and pulled out the ring and asked her if she'd marry me. <laughs> and um, it was in our living room that, in the house we still live in. So it's just kind of a cool man, um, thing to look back yeah. on. That, that, there it is in that one spot. But um,
0: Now being married, my first thought was like, oh, what if they got into an argument about what paint they were going to use? <laughs> <laughs> or like where the couch was going to go. <laughs> oh, man.
2: Um, and hardly anyone knew like I I didn't tell I went. It was actually Mother's Day, which, I you know, I sh- I could have waited another week. But, um, but looking back on it. <laughs> um, but I went I was at my I went by my parents house on that morning before me, before I went and picked up Rachel um, to tell mom, happy Mother's Day and everything with the ring in my back pocket. And like I didn't nobody there knew. Um, that I was about to do it. It was just, uh, I I just decided to kind of go the route and they knew I was, they knew that I had decided to do it, but they didn't know when I was going to do it. Um, so anyway, Mm. uh, when we got to church that morning, um, that was just a fun morning of like getting to tell a lot of our community at the same time. Oh yeah. I remember that, um, that, that we were engaged. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: And so y'all have three boys, we have three boys and ages
2: Anders is, uh, so we got married in 2015. We had Anders in 2016. We had Rigsby in 2017.
1: Not wasting time.
2: Not wasting time. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we took we a little bit more space in between uh, Rigsby and Julius, who was just born a month ago. Right. Um, so um, I think that makes them three and two. Yeah um <laughs> so uh Andrew's about to be four
0: yeah
2: but um all boys and um we really thought that Rigsby was going to be a girl and then we really thought that Julius was going to be a girl and it's just been all boys <laughs> the so boys far. just
0: keep coming yep <laughs> but um, Rachel can great. talk to Park yeah. about how to cope I'm sure <laughs> that's <I know>. right <laughs> I know.
2: um yeah but I love it it's been um, I've always I've always looked forward to, to being a dad, and um, it's been it's been everything <laughs> I've, I've uh, dreamed of, and mm. you know, obviously more
0: in a <laughs> way. But yeah, yeah.
1: Should we do lightning round?
0: I think we should. I think we should. All right, lightning round. Lightning round or speed round? Lightning speed round. Or lightning speed round. JM, take it away. We're going to ask some quick questions, and Joseph has a <laughs> few seconds to respond.
2: All right. I'm going to try my best to actually answer these fast, because I've, I've listened to the podcast a lot. and I Yeah, you like, have. I feel like everyone's just like, hmm, well, I don't know. Let me give well, like, you the that's exact That's l- round is. Let me yeah. give you the proper answer.
0: Joseph was very critical of everyone. I, of everyone. I, <laughs> I, I
2: probably shouldn't have said that, because I'm going to probably want <laughs>
0: Well, we have high expectations now. Well,
2: yeah, I did that to myself.
1: (laughs) We'll do the best that we can. All right. Here we go. How do you like your eggs? Scrambled. Yeah. Favorite cheese? Uh, Pepper Jack. Oh, me too. That's great. Polka dots or stripes? Stripes. Polka dots are (laughs) like so...
2: I can't imagine a single thing I would want polka dots on. Yeah. You had a
1: lot of disgust on your face about the polka dots (laughs) Which animal adds more joy to the world, squirrels or llamas? Llamas. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even debatable, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when was the last time you stayed up past four in the morning?
0: Oh, spring break, 2008. <laughs> I'm assuming 2008, first year of college? S- yep. So yeah. even in your second year of college, you were oh, like, "I'm you know done what? with this." No,
2: no, no. I did stay up. Uh, I did some all-nighters for school reasons, not spring break right. reasons. <laughs> right. Yeah. So probably senior year, 2011.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you wear a neck pillow while flying?
2: No, absolutely not. Never.
1: Are oh. you Are you against it? Are you for it? I just
2: I'm indifferent. Not, <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not like a frequent enough flyer to need something. Have like you that.
1: Tr-
0: Have you tried it? though?
2: <laughs> I don't think I ever have. I think. It just seems like it's one of those things that, and note, I've already answered the lightning question and now I'm elaborating. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, yes, we're asking. Um, us, yeah, about yeah, 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 totally.
2: Um, uh, it's, it, you know how it's just some things, sometimes growing up, it's just like those are just things that other people have that you just don't associate with and you just don't ever think about trying. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Like, I've never thought uh, that I would be a, that I'm a neck, per, neck, neck do
0: you judge people that use no head? it's just like they
2: those are the people that use those they must need them for some reason that's not relevant to me
0: <laughs> that makes sense all right but they're pretty great
1: <laughs> you gotta try it <laughs> brad is very pro don't Nick go pillow. Don't you can't go cheap yeah, on it I, i've never if tried it you know
0: don't save the 15 bucks. Go ahead and get the nice one. All right.
1: But it know. makes like a, a difference. Like a Casper, they make they make a I'm not Cerda. I don't have the brands off the top of my head, but <laughs> just I was trying to think but of yeah. some mattress brands. Yeah, you no, know, for sure. That if everyone in the world had to get married by a certain age, what would that age be?
2: Mm, I don't think I don't like that. <laughs> uh <laughs> had to what would be the yeah see i can't i don't know there's no lightning answer to this uh i don't is what, this your what would be the reason yes yeah, skip <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't like this skip option that we just started throwing out there all, all right, right. <laughs> would you rather wake up to an air horn every day or wake up and have to run four miles every day
2: four miles because i okay. would need it Okay. Every day. If I had to, that would be so good for me that I had right. to. Right, it that. would be
1: good for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two more questions. Who's your favorite brother?
2: <laughs> I'll go around with my mom and just say, oh, he knows. He knows <laughs> who he is. Who's
1: your yeah, favorite who's your favorite sister? <laughs> she definitely knows who she is. Oh, uh, that's it,
0: that's all I got. I, I, have, a, I have a question. Mm. Uh, all right, Desert Island, you can take one TV show. What are you taking?:
2: the one. office. I just if it's one, it's, just it's one, just' one, then it's just something I can like, I can always watch. All just, right In terms of favorites and you know all the, what's the best drama, and there's all kinds of. Yeah,
0: stuff. yeah. What about movie? We talk about music and movies a lot. That's why I wanted to ask these. Yeah,
2: I feel like I. Um, am I still being held to the, oh, the yeah. standards of lightning? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, I'm we're failing at that now. Upholding the lightning <laughs> standards. Um, one, I can't do one movie. I mean, I could probably watch uh, something like Remember the Titans. Yeah. A see. Lot.
0: It's, is that the movie that came to your mind? That's what's so interesting about this. What movie comes to your mind? <laughs> yeah,
2: but you know what that's based in? is like <laughs> someone, someone somewhere in some email chain in high school asked me, what's my favorite movie? And that became the answer that I always put. And so now it's just, I remember that as the answer that I always put. I don't remember that as my actual favorite movie. So it was, it
1: was Remember the Titans. Yeah. Remember the Titans is a really good rewatchable yeah. movie. It's really easy to watch. And it's a good story. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and Denzel. Oh, Denzel. In it. But there's actually a lot of the supporting Ryan Gosling's in it. Yep.
0: Ryan Gosling. I forgot.
1: Um. Who there, there's a really good supporting cast, yeah. but it's a good one. Yeah, it's a great one. All right.
0: Well, hey. Well done with the lightning round. That was good. It was one Thanks. of our best. Thanks. Probably yeah, for sure. Definitely one of the fastest. Right. Yeah. Which totally.
2: Is a key <laughs> factor. Key <laughs> ingredient. <laughs>
0: In the lightning round. Okay, so we just got one. Maybe maybe it'll be some more questions off this one. But, I mean, Joseph, essentially you've gone to one church your entire life. I mean, when you were in Auburn, obviously you went to a church there. But you grew up going to Shades Valley. You came back to Birmingham. And you kept going to Shades Valley. Mm-hmm. And so I was just wondering... Uh, how do you think, I mean, I feel like this is kind of rare in our day and age. Mm-hmm. And so I was just kind of wondering, like, how do you think going to one church, essentially your entire life, has maybe shaped you, shaped your view of the church, shaped your faith? I don't know if anything comes to mind. Sure.
2: Yeah. So um, I don't think it really has occurred to me until um, until recently or in the last like few years what the... Um, some of like the real benefits of like staying in a place for a long time is, and, and mm-hmm. I will say like it's been pretty, it's been pretty easy for me to stay here. <laughs> like I've, <laughs> I uh, I think that I can get, um, I, I have, I have like thought a lot about like the benefits of staying at a place for a long time. And I, that can turn into me being like preachy about it. And um, I do want to acknowledge like, it's uh it's been pretty it's been a pretty easy decision for me to 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 stay here i've always wanted to stay here um but i think there are a lot of benefits to uh that i've like learned about mm. to being uh at a place for a long time and it, i think it has affected my faith and it has affected my experience with um with the holy spirit and mm. and um it's like It's little things like, um, like being at a, you know, let's say that shades opens up the floor for a time of prayer about, about something or about nothing in particular, um, being a part of that moment and seeing a, uh, people that, you know, to be from very different walks of life, uh, that, you know, personally, um, and have had conversations with, and um, and that happens pretty slowly for a big group of people. Um, mm-hmm. So, so to to know this, you know, woman in her fifties um, that has X amount of kids and has experienced these kind of type of things is praying for the same thing that this college student is praying for, and then to hear them hear it come from both of their perspectives, and this. Uh, this dude over here that's that's, you know, it's just like um, you can't explain it in a, in a sentence, but it's like Mm. um, having all of those personal relationships and knowing all of those different stories and seeing them all um, unify around something is really powerful. And, um, and uh, it's just something that that, that's just one of the, the many things that like um particular things that i think is like was a powerful moment that was like this is why you know staying at a place um this is one effect of of like the way that it can be really powerful to experience i'm Mm -hmm. I'm going in circles but i think um
0: because i mean there would have been people here that maybe like taught your sunday school class right or uh Led the youth group that are still here, right? And that you've known in these different phases of your life, right? They prayed for you when you were a kid, a teenager, right? Now they're an adult praying for you and your kids. I mean, that's extremely powerful, yeah. and yeah.
2: definitely. I mean, in the the word relationships is just thrown around so much, but it's like um, I have so many relationships here, um, some of which are not. they're not super deep you know they're just uh like they're just people that um have all that that i've just known for you know 20 years in some cases um and that's what we have uh but it's like you know we don't know a lot about each other's day-to-day life we don't know a lot of we, we we talk to each other but like there's still something deep about that um that like we've all stuck together for a long time you know and um I don't know. It's really hard to put it into words um, without just saying the same thing. But, um, yeah, but, but yeah. And then, then there's also like, um, just having, having shared experiences with, with a lot of people. And we all, we all have, um, you know, we were all there when so-and-so had a miscarriage or when, um, you know dealing with the death in the community and just building those shared experiences and mm. um that, that brings people together and um and builds relationships that um that helps it helps everyone be there for each other in in those next experiences and so um i feel like i'm just saying like super obvious stuff that that uh that like just comes with you know just having friends but um But just like, and uh, part of it's just me getting older, and being old enough to remember, fifteen years ago, um, it's just uh, it's really powerful having relationships that go back that far, and being in a community that's uh, centered around the same thing that goes back that far. Mm. Um, So,
0: yeah, no, it's so good. Um, I'm sure a lot of people at Shades see you up front on Sunday morning playing in the worship band or maybe they see you in the sound booth. Uh, But I mean, you do so many things here. You serve in so many ways, not just um, with the worship band or with uh, running sound. But I mean, if we have a question about something with the website, we give you a call. If a toilet isn't working, we give you a call. (laughs) I mean, you've installed Instored, st- installed, door stops, um and, and volunteered in, in so many different ways. And uh but I did wanna ask specifically about you playing in the worship band, uh, because I think it's a, a cool story and a powerful testimony to shades. Would you talk a little bit about how that began you uh, yeah. even just playing at all at Shades?
2: Yeah. So I mean, uh, worship at Shades is like um a big part of me becoming a musician my dad plays guitar and um he he would play uh way back in the day when I was you know a kid he he would just um, as far as I can remember he would just play every other week he was that was just kind of his his schedule Uh, our worship leader at the time we just had him on a every other week you know you're going to be playing regardless of what the band setup is or whatever and so um that was just a big part of growing up was We would go to practice on Thursday nights, and so we would just kind of run around the sanctuary while they played, (laughs) while they did practice. Mm. Um, And then um, a lot of days I would go with him early on Sunday mornings to practice, and I was just around it a lot and around um, uh, music and hearing people talk about music and hearing people practice music. and, um, and, And then obviously my dad had guitar at the house all the time and would play all the time. So eventually when I was 11 or so started playing guitar, um, started getting interested in drums and, um, would uh, again at those practices, like as soon as the drummer left his seat to go to the bathroom or to take a break or whatever, I would just go and sit down. Um, and like, it was like, uh, you know, I wouldn't ask him. I would just do it until he came back. And then, um, and I can just totally imagine now, uh, like what that kind of kid is like, you know, like I was that kid that was just like, you, know, you just kind of tolerate him being around as long as he doesn't get in your way. And I was just, I was being that. Um, uh, so I would play, I was very interested in drums and I was learning guitar. And um, for uh, somewhere in there, uh, Molly started asking me to play uh, like the shaker or the tambourine, <laughs> uh, just like as a standalone um instrument and i started doing that pretty consistently just i would just uh do shaker and tambourine like <laughs> <laughs> kind of like finding a spot hey it's very important in ev- every song um and especially like tambourine during the chorus during those 90s songs you oh, know oh yeah <laughs> um, that yeah uh so i was doing a lot of that and so that got me comfortable being on stage in front of people and then one one week uh, and uh, learning guitar along that same time one week they decided to do like a special thing where like let's have like let's do all acoustic guitars they did like seven acoustic guitars for that morning um worship and like maybe this is the week we throw joseph in and just kind of turn him <laughs> off <laughs> so um so that i played guitar that week and you know just kind of i'm giving you all the little tiny details but but yeah uh, it was it was a big part of me growing in learning to play music and have a place to play music and learn to be in front of people playing music. And, um, and so throughout my high school, I would, I would play guitar and different things. I, I think I might've even led worship as a fill in uh, a couple times and, um, I did it in youth group and stuff mm. like that. So yeah, it was a, it was a big part of, um, of learning music and Molly, the worship leader was um, taught me piano and music theory and um, was a just a big a, a big part of um, my upbringing musically. So mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah I'll <clears throat> when I taught uh, private music lessons, I always used to tell parents that uh, church was actually one of the best ways that your child can learn how to play music, how to play in front of people and play mm-hmm. with a band and and changing songs from week to week and having to constantly learn something new is so important and it's it's so cool that the church is an avenue mm-hmm. for people to learn how to play music there. I think it's a, mm-hmm. a kind of a unique aspect to church that you can't really find like yep. if you're just trying to if you're a musician growing up and you're just trying to be in a band it's yeah. like, where do you play? Where do you do? If, you, if you're too young to get into a certain club or a venue that, you know, has like an age range limit, then uh, then where do you go to practice? And and church mm-hmm. is always like, I mean, so many musicians learn how to play in yeah, church. Yeah, I mean, it's even definitely cool. yeah.
2: still, uh, that still applies to me today. Like, I, yeah. m- most of the music I play, which I feel like I play a lot of music. It's a big part of my life. Right. And, and most of it is at, is at church. And there is, you know, I, still, I do a couple other things, but like. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I would not have continued the practice and the, and to, and wouldn't have had a place to, uh, learn more if I didn't, if I wasn't playing at church.
1: Not, not to veer yeah. too much off, but, uh, tell us about the band that you're in, that you have. Oh let's, yeah. Let's, let's hear about that so, for a second.
2: Um, it's called "Favorite Son," and I would like to use this as an opportunity to defend. Are the we name. clearing?
1: Are we clearing the air on <laughs> yeah. the name of the band right now?
2: Um, this wow. is the story on the name. This is. It has nothing to do with. Uh, I, this is the story on the name. <laughs> um, <laughs> I setting
1: was, the record straight I, right here. Shades gonna go <laughs> midweek. This is going to go viral.
0: <laughs> I
2: was exclusive. Um, I was, I was trying to come up with like with like a tie-in like a biblical but uh but like um indirect tie-in to my name being joseph um and they're they're like you know it's trying to come up with something like that has has to do with a reference to joseph but not you know
0: uh two on the nose not two
2: on the nose um but that was like going to be like the quote-unquote meaning behind it or whatever like i had to have somewhere to start whenever, whatever <laughs> andrew i was talking to andrew thompson about it and i was like you know and i think he and i had already, start, had already started talking about starting a band uh, i had i had some songs from previous bands and i had in, in um, i don't remember where in the process we were but i was trying to come up with a name and i was like uh senior Joseph he had the I had all his brothers and had the colorful coat and I'm like turn what what is something that like you know some some reference to that story without being cheesy and I had a few cheesy options and he was like what about favorite son and it's like this uh, reference to, it's like it's like a common um, political or a, a modern term um, to refer to like somebody in a political party that that gets a, a lot of uh, support and favor um, even even like a bunch of support and favor when they for maybe reasons they shouldn't or like they're particularly favored for a specific reason or something mm. um so it's like it's a term that exists now and uh it's also like this kind of reference to joseph in the bible being the favorite son and, and um that whole story it's like okay that's cool but now it's like you know everyone thinks <laughs> um, that it's some reference to me being the favorite son in my family, and and like,
0: <laughs> so in the uh, Wolski world, this is very controversial. Not, is what we're saying. We don't really talk
2: about it in within the family. So uh, <laughs> no one's ever said, "Joe, I think you think that you're the favorite son, and that's why you think you named your band that." It's just like uh, it, it, other people reference it, and I'm like, no, that's not. You're not getting. You're like, it's turned back around to being to people thinking that it's more on the nose than it was ever supposed to be. So whatever. And then and Brad and uh, uh, Andrew are the other two people in the band, and um, they're only sons, so there's a little irony there. Oh, wow. That's true.
0: uh, Wow. Which therefore makes us the favorite sons by default. (laughs) Right.
2: Um, But whatever. Uh, It's a... And then Andrew made uh, shirts that that say favorite son. And he he's telling me the other day, he's like, I need to add I need, when we make more of these shirts, we need to add something that says like favorite son band or something, because he's like, it he feels like it's like a, one of those like uh, Father's Day mugs or like something where it's like <laughs> number one dad. It's like he thinks <laughs> it feels like that's the vibe of the shirt if you don't know it's a band then it's like a shirt that says I'm
0: the favorite son what an arrogant guy walking around with a shirt like that
2: so I don't know it it was the 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 goal was to make it something that you don't like think you understand the meaning of it right at first but then that just didn't well whatever well the controversy is going (laughs) to
0: continue it's just the world we live in
2: yep that's true that's true unavoidable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Joseph, I wish we could have more time. There's so much more we could talk about, but thanks so much for coming on today. It's been great, and we're so thankful to have you and Rachel and your boys here at Shades. Y'all are such a just integral part to the body and do so many things that we're all so thankful, and we just love y'all as human beings.
2: (laughs) Well, um, we, as I said earlier, it's been a very, uh, we love being here and, um, we want to stay for a long time. So sweet.
1: All right. Well, I guess that's, uh, the end of, uh, today's episode. So we'll catch you next week. See ya.